It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Postcast. The Utah Jazz break their losing ways with a 129-119 win over the Washington Wizards. They get a big night from Donovan Mitchell, another 30. Jordan Clarkson chimes in, and they take full advantage of the Washington Wizards, who rank last in the league in defense. It's all coming up on tonight's edition of Postcast. Postcast is brought to you by the store at 6200 South and 20th East. It's also brought to you by the store that's located right here at the Gateway. And I stopped by to get mudslide cookies, and evidently everybody ate all the mudslide cookies because of the losing streak. So now you can save them for me. Maybe I'll stop by on my way to the airplane on Sunday and grab some for you or everybody else. They probably knew you were coming, and they wanted to make sure that they got theirs before you got there. No, it's the loyal Postcast listeners eating their mudslide cookies. All right, we'll take your questions. We're live on Locked On Live on Facebook as well as Twitch as well as YouTube, and we are live on Lockdown Sports on Facebook and on Periscope. So thanks very much for tuning in, and we'll get to your questions. Ron, what's your impressions of this 129-119 much-needed jazz win? Well, I think the only thing we can talk about, well, we talk about a lot of things, but you know, this is a must-win basketball game. I mean, you lose to the Wizards, that, that is really hitting rock bottom to the point, especially at home. I mean, you could go on the road, and they can have good nights and, and win, but you just don't want to lose to a ball, game, a ball team like this at home uh collectively i thought there was a lot of areas and a lot of uh, and a few players that you can talk about that made a huge impact on winning on, on winning the basketball game but i thought that the bench uh on two different occasions in the basketball game tonight really helped separate the two that's my biggest takeaway of the night ron is and it's a lineup that uh i'm fortunate if i can see what the board shows to look at the lineups and frankly i take a pretty good look at it to make sure from calling the game it impacts you can see whether things are going as anticipated there's an element of my job that that's very helpful um and the other night that was the rotation then donovan got in foul trouble so it blew the whole rotation for the night and they never got to it uh but they went to this lineup of of mike conley jordan clarkson joe ingles george niang and tony bradley it's an interesting lineup to me it's got two point guards on the floor it's got a bona fide solo scorer in jordan clarkson it's got a great rebounder in bradley it's got niang to shoot some threes it actually has pretty good shooters too right so clarkson's driving you're spaced out clarkson's you're not going to leave niang conley or ingles so you got a lot of room you got tony working the glass i like that lineup a little bit i, I will see if it can defend you got joe out there to do that um but that lineup was great tonight well, I think the only thing Quinn can do is continue to play that lineup and see what kind of impact they're going they're going to have from 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 game to game. Obviously, depending on who they're playing, um, it might tweak. They might tweak it every now and then. But you know, uh, Niang got some very good looks tonight, and you know he's a very good boy. All around the the three point area, he's he's close to forty percent tonight. And shoot, I mean, for the year, it's shooting three. So that's. Uh, uh, a lineup that was impressive tonight, and, and they did a good job on two different occasions. Alex on Facebook says, the one thing I loved about tonight's game is everyone played well. Ron, is everyone playing well, everyone playing well offensively against a bad defensive team? Well, w- when you have games like this and everyone plays well, then uh, you know that's usually the case when you're able to blow teams off the floor. Uh, obviously, the Jazz let them back in the basketball game, but it's those close basketball games where you want everyone to try to play well. And you can look at the stat sheet and say, boy, we, we got the job done collectively. Everybody on the, you know, that was in the ball game got it done. But everyone got a chance to score. Um, 
how many assists they have tonight. 23 assists, 37 three-point shots. I mean, that's probably what we, we, we were seeing at the beginning of the year. Uh, good question from Tyson Tanner. Is the Jazz, is Gobert or the Jazz a little too focused on getting Gobert's offense going? You know, you, you made that point early in, in the first quarter as though they were just overdoing it, trying to get him to basketball. And, and uh, Rudy didn't really get big enough down there. He didn't spread out enough in order to make himself available for the uh, for the balls. But I thought, you're absolutely right, I thought they tried to get him going, in, especially in that first quarter. You know, there's a lot of talk about Rudy not getting the ball enough on the rolls, and the Jazz would like to get the rolls, but... If you want to take away a role, you put a player in between Rudy and the basket. Teams are doing that. And so, to me, actually, the bigger story is getting the passes from the paint out to three-point shooters when the guards penetrate. I thought the Jazz were better at that tonight, probably because Washington's defense is so bad. But the real problem on this whole Rudy conversation is that if Rudy gets the ball and there's someone between him and the basket, he very rarely scores that. It's not a high-percentage play at that point. The other players in the league that are rim rollers, when they get the ball, if, in fact, someone cuts them off and they have it at five feet. Anthony Davis can go score at that point. And that's just not where Rudy's, as much as he's improved, Rudy's improvements are around the rim. And if he gets the pick and roll at about 10 feet now, he's got enough of the Euro step and things around where he's gotten much better. But just catching down low, if there's someone between him and the basket, that's not that's not an efficient play. Yeah, for us. And don't forget catching the ball in traffic. You know, it seemed to be, it has, has been anyway, a problem. Uh, for him and and you know for, for some of our listeners that are watching it if they want to pay attention to what the defense is doing against Rudy um, on some pick and rolls just look and see how many defensive players are around him uh, because they know you know he's a 70 percent shooter at the rim and they're trying to take take that away big picture how important just to get a win tonight huge I mean this is huge especially going out on the road just think about the teams that you're playing right now on the road here you know, other than the Boston Celtics, and, and they're awfully good at home, you know, these are three winnable, three or four winnable basketball games here for the Jazz. And so this was huge going out uh, on, a, on the road and, and, and playing the Cleveland Cavaliers back to the next ball game. Cleveland, New York, and Detroit are those three winnable games. Boston sandwich in between. Then we have a tough one. Alpha and East Coast Road Trip, we come back to play Toronto. We then go back out to play Oklahoma City, and then we come back again. So it's kind of a funky little stretch here. We won't play in the same city for eight straight games, and that feels like an eight-game road trip, but we've been home for a long time. So yeah, it's we've about had time. the luxury of about 20 days here. I know, the powder snow days. never came. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with that? All right, Jazz win it tonight, 129-119. Have a good one. This has been Postcast. Hi, guys. This is Josh Lloyd, host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast. The NBA is back, so that means that fantasy basketball is back in one form or another. We've got daily fantasy, but there's also some fantasy leagues with the resumption of play with these eight regular season games in Orlando, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to have you covered. It's not just for fantasy basketball, though, because we recap all of the games across the NBA, so if you're looking for a broad overview of the action across the league every day, Locked On Fantasy Basketball is the podcast for you.